in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. Well, right now, folks, at 12.07, good afternoon. You're listening to The John DePetro Show. It is uh, the Friday before Memorial Day weekend. And it's the John DePietro Show right here on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. I want to welcome everyone in also that um, we do our live. This is called the Noon Report. We do it live each day, give you the latest news, whether it's local or national. In this case, there's a lot of news, both local and national. But you can find it on the Facebook page, just uh, folks that continues to build in momentum. And it's uh, the John DePietro Show Facebook page. And this portion of the program is brought to you by PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, Rhode Island's number one garden center. Folks, they're going to have a big weekend. Now, you just heard the forecast. Listen, it's not the greatest, but it's not terrible either. So good, uh, good weather to get out, do some planting. Everything available, annuals, perennials, tree shrubs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch, moss baskets, hanging impatience, pansies, marigold bags, large selection, beautiful patio pots. Vegetable plants and herbs, tropical mandevillas, hibiscus plants, screen loom, mulch available, pickup and delivery, mulch, dark, piney, black and hemlock, crushed stone, full scale nursery, everything you need to make your home and property a complete showstopper. And gift certificates are available. Look for them on Facebook. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center, 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. Folks, they are the best. Well, good afternoon, everybody, <coughs> uh, on this uh, Memorial Day weekend. And, um, well, the Friday before, excuse me, on this Friday, May 27th. I want to direct you to depetro.com just because on the website, we have a lot of unique, original stories, stories, and um, you're not going to find anywhere else. Both video, stories of uh, things that we're following, and don't forget to Petro.com, which is brought to you by the Coesed Inn. There's a great meal waiting for you, or as I call it, a feast, actually, at the Coesed Inn. And they're going to be jamming all weekend. I'm going to pop in there at some point. 226 Coesed Avenue in Westwork. They have a large bar. Delicious food, great crowd, whether it's lunch, dinner, drinks in the lounge, the Coesed Inn. And there's a link on the website to the Coesed Inn. I want to start off. Now, obviously, we're going to talk about the situation. And and um, and I, you know, I said earlier last hour, uh, I am going to talk, start off about the missing persons case with uh, Charlotte Lester. And I'm hearing there could be some activity of even a search party over the weekend. But I'm going to uh, get to that in, in just a moment. But I, I have to admit, I um, I believed what law enforcement told us Tuesday night in regards to the, the shooting in Texas. And, you know, as like many of you, I, I do, as we say, back the blue. I, I do support the police. I think it's been very difficult to be a police officer. We all know that. Since really, um, oh, I want to see this actually. Are they okay, folks? Hold on, I want to uh, go to they're actually having a briefing right now, and we want to pick this up, uh, just because this it's just been a mess with the uh police. So, right now at 1210, I want to I take that briefing. Here we go. The initial caller called back, student child called back was told to stay on the line and be very quiet. She told 911 that he shot the door at approximately 1243 and 1247. She asked 911 to please send the police now. At 1246, she said she could not, that she could hear the police next door. At 1250, shots are fired. They can be heard with a 911 call. And at 1251, is very loud and sounds like the officers are moving children out of the room. At that time, the first child that called was outside before the call cuts off. Additional information. Hold up, folks. Here we go. Three were on the suspect's body. Two in room 112, six inside room 11. Five were on the ground, one was in the rifle. There were 32 magazines outside school. 
but on school property. One just outside the school building and 31 in the suspect's backpack that he did not take into the classrooms with him. There's 15 magazines at the crash site. There are two magazines at the suspect's residence for a total of 60 magazines. He had purchased and had a total of 1,657 total rounds of ammunition. 315 of those rounds were inside the school, 142 of those were spent cartridges. 173 were live rounds. 922 were outside of the school, but on school property. 22 of those were spent cartridges. 900 were live rounds. 422 were at the crash site, 22 were spent cartridges. 420 of those were live rounds. There's 35 spent law enforcement cartridges total in the school. Eight of those were in the hallway, 27 were inside the classroom, 111 where the suspect was killed. I mentioned that I'm going to go over quickly my digital timeline, one of the things we talked about early, in the, and I want to correct something that was, that was said early on in the investigation, is that, that he posted okay, on Facebook publicly that he was going to kill it, that he was going to shoot his grandmother, that then secondly after that, that he was going to, that he had shot her, and the third, that he was going to go shoot up a school. That did not happen. It was actually on a message. It was yes. a Facebook application, messenger application to somebody else uh, that he had a conversation with. That's on the Governor Abbott. That's on the Governor of Texas that put out that false information. We know that through his digital media footprint, and I'll just go by I'll just do it by date time. That was not a post. almost asked his sister. That was a message. Help him buy a gun. She flatly refused. That Friggin was September people 21. lie. That governor of Texas, he that's made, on him, his lie. I'll avoid some of these and get to the... How many yeah, people Instagram are posting? Oh, he posted on Facebook. Lie. Uh, it was discussed that almost being a, a school shooter. And that was on February 28th of 2022. On March 1st of 2022, there was an Instagram he had with four people. It was a chat. He discussed him buying a gun. Huh. On March 3rd, 2022, there's another four-person chat. Quotations, word on the street is you're buying a gun. Ramos replied, just bought something. Huh. R.E.N. March 14th, and there's an Instagram posting. Instagram. By the subject. Not Facebook. In quotations. Instagram. In more days. A user replied, are you going to shoot up school or something? The subject replied, no, and stop asking dumb questions and you'll see. These are messages. They're not posts. You know how many stupid messages are on my Facebook page from people saying because the governor of Texas put out false information. That guy, is, he should apologize. I know you have many questions. Sure. And I've uh, agreed to stay as long as we can to answer as many of those questions that we can. This is a textbook If I can't answer it because we don't know not specifically right now, I'll simply say that. An emergency situation. It continues to be a preliminary investigation. There's, you know, literally, you know, certainly over hundreds of interviews that have been conducted. What a we'll continue to conduct. And there's thousands of leads that are being pursued, not, not consecutively, but concurrently. And thanks Regis. to our federal and local partners, and I do want to mention behind me, Stop the FBI special patting yourselves charge. on the back. We also have an ATF uh, special agent charge, or ASAC, and of course, who else do I got behind me? Oh, my God. Okay. These guys just well, don't quit. If there's any specifics that I haven't covered. You, you, he was in there for an hour. On. You I failed. I want to one thing quickly, though, before I go to questions, and that's... Some of the questions that we received, that we have already received, and one of those is, is going around now that there's, that uh, in fact the subject had been one of the two arrested by the Texas Rangers and the local police back in 2018. That's not the case. It was not one of the individuals. In fact, we have found no links, association, relationships in that investigation. Clearly it was a threat. It was back in 2018. Uh, the two juveniles were charged 
was attempted or conspiracy to commit capital murder. There's no question that we thought, and we had evidence, and certainly the district attorney agreed that these juveniles, 113, 114 years old, was a threat to Uvalde. And there was a discussion at that time, even the senior year of the one that was 14 years old, which would make it 2022. Yep. Uh, however, that was not the subject. Oh, wow. That's what Henry Gonzalez said on Fox and Friends this morning. Oh, one thing I want to say, one thing I feel to say is that when we're done, you know, we have Tony Pena with us. He's going to translate into Spanish, okay, what the answers and the questions are afterwards. Folks, again, you're listening to the John DePietro Show. There's a live press briefing. They're trying to clean up now for the misinformation that the Texas police put out in the aftermath of the shooting. And they also just None cleaned up. Time. Here we go. The, the on-scene commander at the time believed that it had transitioned from an active shooter to a barricaded subject. Sir. Commander considered a barricaded subject, and that there was what time and there were no children at risk. Uh, obviously, obvi obviously, you know, based upon the information we have, there were children in that classroom that were at risk, and it was in fact still an active shooter situation and not a barricaded subject. Who barricaded? What are you talking about? This is embarrassing. And again, good afternoon. There's a live press briefing. I try to be supportive of law enforcement, but this is just an embarrassment. They can't. This is just such a textbook of case of how not to handle this stuff. Who was in charge? They were completely unprepared for what happened. And it is a moving timeline. And this, this is just bad. Now, right now, there's a reporter asking a question, and they don't even know enough to say, you know, let's get a mic in front of us. There was a 40-minute gap. And if the 911 operators were aware that, that children were alive in that classroom, why weren't officers notified of that? And if that's the case, why didn't they take action? That's the question. That's the question. And, and I'll go back to the answer for right now, is that, that it was considered, okay, the decision was made on the scene. I wasn't there. At the same point in time, you know, you know, a decision was made that this was a barricaded subject situation. There was time Run. to retrieve the keys Run. and wait for a tactical team with the equipment Should have gone to in. go ahead and breach the door before I was wrong. the subject at that point. I gave that them the, the benefit of the doubt. That was the thought process that could no. be a point in time. You should have immediately gone in. I was wrong. There was 19, like I said, there was 19 officers in there. In fact, there was plenty of officers to do whatever needed to be done, with one exception, is that the, the incident commander inside believed they needed more equipment and more officers to do a tactical breach at that point. That's why BORTAC was requested on the scene as soon as they were there. They executed a search, or at least a, a dynamic entry, and went in, and uh, of course, that was not until 12. That was not until 12. What a mess. Hey, with the, hey, with the, hey, with the benefit of, hey, with the benefit of hindsight, hey, the benefit of, hey, stand by, stand by, hey, stand by, hey, stand by, all right? I got it, I got it. Okay. Hey, from the for the benefit of hindsight, where I'm sitting now, they, of course it was not the right decision. It was the wrong decision. Period. There's Thank no, you. no excuse Finally. for that. 
But again, I wasn't there, but I'm just telling you, from what we know, and we believe there should have been a, an entry at that as soon as you can. Hey, when there's an active shooter, the, the rules change. It's no longer, okay, it's no longer a barricaded stuff. We don't have time. You don't worry about outer printers. And by the way, Texas embraces active shooter training, active shooter certification. Oh, we can tell. And that, that, doc, that doctrine Why? requires Bro. officers. We don't care what agency you're from. You don't Terrible. have to have a leader on the scene. Every officer lines up, stacks up, goes and finds where those More rounds are being fired at and keeps shooting until the subject is dead. Period. <laughs> and a debit card is not a credit card, it means he had money in the bank. So why and how is being looked at right now? And I'll tell you this, hundreds of more, thousands of more leads are being looked at right now because we haven't answered all the questions. We haven't gotten into the why. Okay, we know the individual was also into cyber gaming in that regard and, and group gaming in that regard. So we've got a lot of a lot of questions are out there and we're seeking answers, but we've got an obligation. We'll continue to update you when we find something out. Folks, again, this is a live press conference. tell you that they were told, just as like as any other officer was told, and others, even command staff that came on board, is that, that the, the incident commander at the time was, it's believed, in the, in the, you know, that, that in fact it was a barricaded subject, that we had time, there was no kids at risk. Because then there's no question. And I'll say this right now. And every time we have one of these, there's copycats, okay? And we need the public, just like we did back in 2018, there was a public, okay, that came forward. If we got two people that are about to shoot up a school or planning to shoot a school, it's imperative on the public. When you get something, just because it just cause guy sounds like he's a nut, he may be a nut. But he, just because it sounds like, well, impossible to do, he may be intended to do, as I read the, the timeline based upon the chance that he had. So, you, you know, we need, we need everyone, when we have a threat to life like that, to take it seriously and report it. Because ultimately, this is, tra this is tragic. What do you tell the 19, well, the parents of 19 kids, or the families of two, two teachers? before is that well first of all when it comes to an active shooter is you don't have to wait on tactical gear plain and simple you, you've got, got an obligation what i know now okay absolutely it was an active shooter because you can't transition keep in mind in the doctrine okay of active shooters you can transition from an alert from an active shooter situation Folks, to again, a there's a live press briefing going on right now with hostage subject but where it's become but a total disaster and you have any reason to believe that there's, there's individuals alive in there, we'll you've got an obligation to move back to an active shooter posture, and that means everybody everybody at the door. SWAT team number one, 
uh, the ISDs got, you know, they, they've limited officers. I think, what, what is it? Disaster. They got six. 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 They got six. Yeah, well, you know, the independent, consulting independent school district has six officers, and they didn't have one posted at that location. And someone said, hey, what do you tell the parents? I mean, you know, you know bottom line is that. Why was the door unlocked? Or someone talked about it, said, when there's kids in the room. Why was the door unlocked? Why wasn't there an entry? Because it was believed, like I said at the time. That, that the subject was stationary, barricaded, there was no risk to other children. What do you mean barricaded? Yet, on retrospect, from where I'm sitting right now, now, clearly there was kids in the room. Clearly, okay, they're at risk. And, and oh, by the way, even when he's go back to shooting, there may be kids that are injured, okay? They may have been shot but injured. And it's important for life-saving purposes yes. to immediately get there and, and render aid. What a embarrassment this is. Textbook examples of how not to handle. It was not on campus. Why? Where was he? Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have all those answers down not the road. Okay. It's Friday. Where was he? Oh, terrible. Yes. We'll have those answers. It's Friday. Just disgraceful. Oh. Wow. Well, first, first I want to say that the, the I want to the independent school district officers were there early. Uh, there was four of them, and they, they immediately began evacuating the school and did that throughout the it's process. First so element. They, keep in mind, so that Killed was the going on. He's and, shooting and in the first five minutes. What do I minutes. say to the parents? I don't have anything to say to the parents. They needed to go in. What had happened. We're not, here to, we're not here to defend what happened. We're here to report the facts so they have the facts. Got to come out. Who was the school resource officer? Where was he? Why was the door unlocked? Who told them to wait? Okay, I don't have any information on that. Oh, one, one second, though. Uh, however, we did review what, what DPS officers arrived on the scene, what they did, and, uh, and, and looked at those. That's a good question. If I if I thought it would help, I would apologize. Wow. But hey, let me let me say this. Hey, let me let me say this. Hold on, hold on. When you go back to the timeline, again, I want to go back and, and I'm not defending anything, but you go back to the timeline, there was a barrage, hundreds of rounds were pumped in in four minutes, okay, into those two classrooms. Oh. Then anything else, any firing afterwards was sporadic and it was at the door. So the belief is that there may not be anybody living anymore and that the subject is now trying to keep law enforcement at bay or entice them to come in to suicide by contact. I understand it. I reported it. But the why on the second one, I don't have. Uh, the first one, that each door can lock from the inside. And we're, both doors were locked, okay, from the inside. So the subject, when he went in, he locked the door. He came out one time into the hallway, went back in, and locked the door. Because at the time that the officers went in, both doors were locked. They got a key from the janitor and used it. What a I don't have that answer. We're looking at it right now. Yes. 
Good question. Good question. Gunman was firing outside for 12 minutes. Boom. Should have gone on lockdown. Yesterday, Gilbert Stewart, some teacher thought she saw a man outside with a gun. The school went on lockdown. The shooter was outside firing for 12 minutes. They didn't go on lockdown. Where was the school resource officer? Forget how I'm doing. What about the parents? Oh, come on. Those children. Oh. Forget about me. Don't worry about me or our officers and stuff like that. We take an oath. To this is Steve McCraw, Texas Department, Public Safety Director. Like that, we want to know why oh. it happened and if we can do better next time. There's a bottom line. What is Call it like it is. It is tragic. Quite frankly, I mean, there shouldn't be anybody. You know, ideally, we've been able to predatory, you know, identify this guy as a suspect and address it before he even thought about attacking, you know, on the 24th. This is crazy. The FBI should be running this. And we're looking at other people. Absolutely. Anybody's been in contact, we're looking at anything. And links associations. You know, people may, that may have known something. Wow. And, uh, and we'll continue. And may, may have been involved in this some chat room game, gaming. Folks, good afternoon. So there's nobody that we're not going to talk to or look at. And it's certainly, I can assure you that the district attorney this is, is very proactive and very concerned about this. And that uh, if any evidence that we bring to her that someone was an accomplice or an enabler or didn't do what they should have done, if it's in violation of the law and it meets this, the probable cause standards, I'm sure, I have no doubt that she'll take care of yeah. business like she did back in 2018 when we had two juveniles plot. Four parents have to hear this jumbled mess. Funding cases. It is a cuff cluster play. Hey, they sent this guy out. This is so bad. Folks, this is exactly how you don't handle a situation. You know, I, I can't tell you that with, with certainty, but more than one. They've not prepared. They were not prepared. They started covering themselves. They started putting out misinformation Tuesday, Wednesday. This yes, so right. Windows at the, I'll go backwards. And right over here, I'll move over here. Now they send this guy out to they just try to field questions. Right here as he's approaching the door. Right? So the children were vulnerable all the time going through. We don't have any recording of any of the children maybe injured, but not dead. When he's shot in this particular area. Right? He's trying to now he's he's doing like a map. The answer in terms of someone could, could have shot opposite in that regard. It, I don't have for that. I, I'm going to stay with this a little bit, but folks, and again, good afternoon. You know, you got to call balls and strikes, right? We have to be objective. I, I was too quick with my defense of police. But I was taking them at their word. On the timeline, there was no school resource officer. The door was unlocked. We're looking at this from a tactical standpoint and everything in terms of the for an hour. And the... And certainly one of the things is, what was the access at 111 and 112 in that regard? And it, uh, and also, you know, there's They're other access. they wrong decision well. to wait to breach the door. It was one bad decision after another. Right here is the Jack and Jill restroom between. So not unlike Santa Fe, these the classrooms are separated, but they're really connected. So you can move back and forth between those two classrooms. Oh, those poor children. An hour. In the green, in the green, in the green. Sir, was the incident commander receiving the information coming via the 911 call? And if so, why not? And if so, speak to the level of investigation that you're putting into that very yeah, well, that, well, that that question will be answered. Uh, but uh, I don't have the. I'm not gonna have that the stuff. Like that. But, but, Terrible. Imagine how long that seemed—an yeah. hour. Totally unacceptable. Not that I'm aware of. No. Yes. What absolutely happened? You're not aware of that? Oh my God.
I know for two, for certain did, and those two did not die. One mother heard about, but drove 40 minutes, went, knew where the classroom was, went in and took her kids out of there. It made, bottom line is, we reported what happened. That back door was propped open. It wasn't supposed to be propped open. It was supposed to be locked. Can't have and, that. And certainly the teacher that went back for her cell phone and propped it open again. So that was an access point that the subject used. Oh, God. Go ahead. Go ahead. Blue. Go ahead. You have said in hindsight mistakes were made in Democratic Congress in the South Dakota. The FBI to investigate the response here. Yes. Yep. Yes. Well, first of all, we welcome the FBI. There's a reason why there's the FBI. They should be running it now. Right now. They play a vital role. Uh, and again, this is about finding facts and reporting facts as quick as we can. It's not about this trying to defend. Terrible it's not about folks. trying to assess or, or even be cops. hypercritical. It's about the facts and sharing whatever Someone we learn on the facts as quick as we can. Lack of training. You know, lack okay, the of media, but more importantly, the parents and the public and the citizens of Uvalde. And right. Texas. What are you? Right. I agree. This is important. Who's responsible the for the decision? The Consolidated Independent School District. Wow. He, he was convinced. Where is he? And again, I want to go back and say, you know, he was convinced no, at the time. Terrible. That the, terrible. No more threat to the children. Unacceptable. The subject was barricaded and that they had time. Unacceptable. Organized with the proper equipment to go in. The subject already had hit. Unacceptable. You know, three officers. Wrong. And, uh, hit two officers. And there's, I didn't answer the final question. A third, a border patrol agent was grazed as well. But no, Fire sir, no police officer was seriously injured. Where was this your resource officer? Yes, they did. He, he shot, and I went through the timeline before, where he continued to shoot periodically, sporadically. Again, folks, this is a live press briefing right now. The, the last, yeah, the last, I think I already gave you the timeline, and I went, I'm sure I went through it, but the, the last time He's that he shot right before worse. the, the entry, okay, was, was, he shot at 1221, so... Well, no, not at the children. Well, I'll tell you what, we don't know yet. We believe it was at the door is what he fired at. Hey, well, we know that beginning when the, the Vortec agents arrived, they had, they had three ballistic shields. Horrible. Where do you hear who took out the gunman? I don't know. A hero. Texas embraces and teaches, okay, the active shooter doctrine, the active duty shot doctrine. As long as there's kids, as long as there's someone's firing, you go to the they gun, solid you find them, you neutralize them, period. What a only, you know, there's some nuances with going transition to a barricaded subject. There's also transitioning to I, a hostage situation. It's important and to listen of course, to that but. decision at the scene was that this is still a barricaded subject that did not go back what to that an active shooter. Yeah. Where is the police chief and why is the chief here to take 
Yeah, I agree with that. Where is the chief? Well, because I'm here to, to address the latest timeline and facts that we know. Wow. You're, you're, you're certainly welcome to, to reach out to reach out to them. I defer to uh, the FBI. Is going to get in here. This is a joke. Hold on, hold on. How many children were pulled out? Hold on, hold on, sir. Hold on. Where's the chief? Where's the resource officer? Folks, oh, again, good afternoon. You're listening to John Petrucho. How about the mother asking people, don't judge my son? Yeah, mother of the year. I know he had his reasons for doing this. Thank you for the question. So, my name is Oliver Rich. I'm the special agent in charge of the San Antonio Division. Oh. Um, first, I want to say I understand there are a lot of questions and there's a lot of frustration in the public, and our heart goes out to the oh, families. Oh, shut up. Just answer the questions. Um, I will say our role here remains the same. We are here to assist in this investigation, to provide the support to the community to the best of our ability. We've had 200 people here for over four days. Oh. We have people working oh, all across the country to support this community and to support this investigation. Oh, shut up and we just answer some questions. continuing in that vein. We have victim specialists here working with people in the community. What is this? We'll continue to do that. If the facts bear out that there is a federal nexus, if. then the FBI will conduct an appropriate investigation at that time. Folks, but listen for now, to who we, we took we them out. continue in this An off to support the Texas U.S. Customs Custom Border Agent. Who was getting his haircut? Yes, when the wife texted him, there was an active shooter. He borrowed his barber's shotgun, went off to the school. His daughter, second grade, locked inside a bathroom. Wife was hiding under the desk. This is the guy. He, he blew by the police. Started clearing all the classrooms. He's the one that took out the yeah, shooter. Welcome here. Welcome to Texas. And uh, this is community has been hit hard. And I think it's, it's noble that the president's going to be here to, to recognize oh, come on. pain what? and suffering. Biden's going there? And that's, I think that's what leadership is. That's why, that's why Governor Abbott's here. That's why Lieutenant you know, leaders. I am so out on Abbott. Right now, the problems in Uvalde, Texas. <laughs> This is, I'm going to show you, this is, this is what a hero looks like. He's sitting in his barber's chair, the white texan. He's borrowed the barber's shotgun. All right, folks, so that is... What a disgrace. And I want to recap. I, um, Folks, right now, at 1244, good afternoon, it's the John DePietro Show. Now... Again, not to, you know, I want to break all this out. And I also want to be very clear. Heroic officer rushed in. Think of that. He, this guy, off-duty, custom border patrol. He's getting his hair cut. The wife texts him. There's an active shooter, Jacob Alvarado. The wife is a fourth grade teacher there. His daughter's second grade Chilling message. There's an active shooter. Shooter, help. I love you. Leaps out of the seat, grabs the barber's shotgun, speeds off to the school. He's the one that took off out the shooter. Now, I want to also, I understand. Listen, it can be difficult. But here's where, when something like this happens, what you have to deal with is accurate information. And here's what we've learned. You can't keep putting out wrong information and then you got to keep cleaning it up and as many of you know not that i'm trying to raise my voice on this friday but i have a low tolerance now i've been dealing someone posted on my facebook page oh yeah so i post something about trump and they take it down or i get you know uh banned for two days and this guy's posting that He's going to shoot up the school and no, and Facebook allows it. Well, that's that. And that's on that Governor Abbott. And I've been saying that. 
So now that that this morning on Fox and Friends, one of the representatives said that they they went after the um, his police. Ramos asked his sister help to buy a gun in 2021. She refused. The FBI has to take this over. And I also come back to. Um, so so this this representative went on Fox and Friends and said that he was arrested four years ago saying when I'm a senior, 2022, I'm going to shoot up a school. Now, that was wrong. That was a representative uh, from Texas who was on Fox and Friends. I played that last hour. My God, what happened? To don't mess with Texas. Um, he was participation in cyber gaming. And now this is the first heard that he was people saying, what is this all about? What are you going to do? And don't ask me a stupid question. But this barricaded gunman. I, I don't listen, folks, as many of you know. Um, I, where's the chief of police? I, and I want to recap here. Because people come to the story at different times. And when they first first put out, they said that when the shooter arrived, that he like crashed through the perimeter and then he met fire with the school resource officer and then forced his way into the school. We've since learned he crashed his car into a ravine and for 12 minutes was shooting at people as he was making his way to the school. And there was an unlocked door and there was no school resource officer who was there at the time, even though there's supposed to be a school, even though they said the school resource officer had fired. So here's the thing goes in. And from what I understand, when these things happen, boom, they happen quickly. So as soon as he enters within five minutes, he's shooting, injuring and killing. By the way, there are. There's many children that are still injured, by the way. So, again, for those that do the training, it's not he's inside and he's making hostage demands, so to speak. Within five minutes, as soon as he shot the grandmother, as soon as he was shooting at people outside. First of all, 12 minutes is a long time where the school should have gone on lockdown. As uh, Gene Lugo said yesterday, running for lieutenant governor, the moment, and, and I think, but the moment he shot the grandmother, he's an active shooter. So where was the chief of, it's apparently the chief of police, what I just learned, was the one telling them, no, wait for, wait for the tactical team. It took them 40 minutes to get there. Children repeatedly called 911. Please send the police now. And nothing was done. Oh, my God. Think of how long that is. How many kids could have been saved if they had breached the room? Now, listen. And it is true. There were parents. I played this earlier. Give me your, I'll go in. Every second is counting. Some of those children, maybe they could have been uh, rescued. I don't, for the life of me, like, and and he listen he's not wrong this is all hindsight but but where where I don't have sympathy for them is you you have to deal you can't there's a lot of things they keep cleaning up here and now that representative gonzales he he put out wrong information on fox and friends this morning excuse me so but, but I just want you to think of this. You have a scene. One mother drove 40 minutes, goes around, and, 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 and there were some parents they put on handcuffs saying, you're hampering all these police outside, police inside the school. Here's the thing. The moment he started shooting, from what I understand, that's when then it's game on. And then they have to just, you know, go, go into motion. And also, again, that Border Patrol agent, that hero who was getting his hair cut, who borrowed the barber's rifle, went racing over there. Reminds me of the guy on um, Yellowstone, whatever his name is, that runs the ranch. I mean, the guy, he's a big guy, 
Jacob Alvarado ran in with the Barbie shotgun. And he's the one that took out the gunman. Wow. See, he just took care of business. I've seen enough of this. A tactical team was preparing to enter. Instead, he went in, made a plan, located them, cleared them. Boom. That's brave. Hmm. Well, again, folks, um, I also want to, I'm going to mention just the Charlotte Lester case uh, in just a moment. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro show, now listen, it's Friday. I don't mean to get worked up, but I, come on. Like, I, I th- listen, they're clear, and I, I blame the governor of Texas, Governor Abbott, on this. Um, someone in that state, you're the governor. It was, it was very clear. By the way, he stopped at a fundraiser on the way home after the shooting, which is ludicrous to me. He stopped and he said, oh, I just went by to tell people I wouldn't be staying. I, I, from beginning to end, this thing has been a disaster. But this portion of the program is brought to you by Jay's Appliance. Now, listen, it's Memorial Day weekend. Great time to buy appliances, grills, air conditioners. Jay's Broadway Appliance TV started their sale, started early. Great selection, Weber grills. Also, air conditioners for windows, built-in walls, senior apartments, condos. Great selection of washers, dryers, dishwashers, refrigerators. Hurry down. Now, they're easy to get to. You pull right up to the front door. 47 Cedar Swamp Road, Route 5 in Smithfield. Jay's Broadway Appliance and TV. Look for them also on Facebook. And on Saturday and Sunday, you can make an appointment. They're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5. Folks, this portion of the John DePietro Show, and it's brought to you by Lawn Doctor. Hey, your best lawn ever guaranteed. <clears throat> Big shout out to Kevin. He contacted them. You can call Lawn Doctor Rhode Island, 401-392-1025. Or easiest thing to do is they have a very easy to navigate website. And it's lawndoctor.com. Folks, I want to stand um, also just mention again that. Uh, first of all, we're going to continue to update. It's the John DePietro show till two. Let me just say this about Charlotte Lester. This is not an easy case. This is not an easy case. Where does it stand right now? You have a, you still have a missing person. You still have a missing person. There is a creek, right? There's a lot of water around there. There is a creek uh, right off of Mary's Creek, Staples Avenue. You have a lot of water around there. But let me let me say this. Someone said. I think maybe she just fell in the water. Well, the problem with that is, now, first of all, work police, they got a search warrant. They, the home on Staples Avenue is still a crime scene. You can't ignore that the police have staked out there. I have heard they recovered her blood inside the home. So that's where she was headed. But here's the thing. You can't ignore that her, her truck was found at Kent Hospital. And... Charlotte Lester's dog was recovered Wednesday night on Elmwood Avenue. It remains a missing person's case. But anyone that says, well, maybe she just fell into the water. Well, then how did her truck get to Kent Hospital? How did the dog get to Elmwood Avenue? Um, It's my understanding that they, they do have the truck arriving at Kent Hospital, her truck, but because of some of the cameras don't work at Kent Hospital, which is unacceptable, but they don't. I've been told you can't fully make out who it is that was driving. That's what I've heard. And I'm, I'm not convinced that many, several of the people, that they, they're just not cooperating. So I'll say this. The work police are dedicated to it. They're working on it. If there's any type of break, I am going to be covering the story over the course of the weekend. There's a lot of speculation now, but you come back to the fact the police right now, Right now, the police are still in front of that home, and it's sectioned off like a crime scene. And when they got the search warrant, the search warrant is for two weeks, 14 days. So they arrived at the house last Saturday. So they obviously believe something happened. She was headed there. She was known to frequent there. Um, I think there's a lot. I'll say this, that the work police... um, 
know and they're just not releasing. There's a, a circle of people. There's also there's several individuals that were in her orbit, so to speak. And I'm going to talk about that more and post more about that later. But um, right now, it's too early. And I get people are asking me, do you have a name? Do you have a photo? I'm not sharing that because I'm going to let the Warwick police do their thing. I, I have not released a name. I haven't released a photo. Um, no. And on top of that, it's still early. We don't know. You can't. That's unfair to someone who could then end up being cleared in the whole thing. But it's obviously odd. And right now, it just remains a missing person investigation. This portion of the John DePietro Show, folks, J. Perry Paving, this is a great time. This time of year, why not improve your home and get your driveway paved with J. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. High quality, fair pricing, exceptional service, free estimate for any project. Call J. Perry Paving today, 401-732-1730. Have you been thinking of getting your driveway paved? Or maybe it's a patio or a parking lot. Contact J. Perry Paving, 401-732-1730. Whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway. Letter J, J. Perry Paving. And learn, remember, they're a licensed, insured contracting company. And learn about the benefits of asphalt paving. It makes a huge difference with your home. J. Perry Paving. Affordable, smooth, safe to drive on. You can get a free quote. And remember, no one is better. Now, Monday is Memorial Day. No one is better to veterans than letter J. J. Perry Paving. Um, They, once a month, they will do a driveway free for a veteran. So contact them. If you're related to a veteran, maybe your mom, your dad, grandmother, grandfather, husband, wife, son, daughter, contact J. Perry Paving. No one has a better deal for veterans. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Folks, right now it's 1258. Now we go till two o'clock. I'm going to stay on this. Listen, this is quite the turn of events because anyone, if you heard yesterday, When I had on attorney Tim Dodd, when I talked to him, I was saying, boy, right now, by what the police have said, doesn't sounds like they followed everything exactly as you're supposed to. And so, therefore, what I was saying was doesn't sound like there'd be any legal consequences. That was then. This is now. Boy, how things have changed. They changed yesterday after that press conference went off the rails. They keep changing this story. And the video of the parents trying to get in the school, the police not responding. They have not produced that police chief. They have not, where was the school resource officer? Uh, This is hardly the case. This is a textbook case of how you not only not, you don't handle an active shooter, but on top of that, how you then, this is a textbook example of what you don't do after something like this happens. So next hour, radio only. You can listen at the website. Folks, we have a lot more to go. Plus, I'm going to tell you about this new Governor McKee plan that I am not in favor of. It's the John DePietro Show. I will be doing one after dark later. We're going to break for the 1 o'clock news. The power hour is next. Leave it right here. You can listen at the website. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. Back on the other side on the John DePietro Show.